Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, support the Raven. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Chopper Pete Quinnell, and today, making his grand return, it's Randy Andy Datsun. Hi, Pete. I'm not Adam Pearson. I hope that's You're okay. You're not Adam Pearson. Did you, uh, did you miss me? I did. Legitimately, I actually did. Uh, yeah. Because you make my life so much easier on Saturdays when you that's do when you do true. Lots of stuff. That's true. I suppose Adam couldn't really do that. Um, no, but I'm sure he was a. It was a very worthy, uh, worthy replacement, and I'm sure you had a lovely time chatting with him. What do you mean? I'm sure you had a lovely time. Are you telling me you didn't listen to the episodes? I was actually in Wales, and as you know, Wales, there is no signal there at all. I do um, know some of my favourite sea creatures. Anyway, let's talk about SmackDown. Uh, we're going to be talking about, originally, we're going to be talking about uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey have finally imploded. Bailey turned <gasps> on Sasha and assaulted her and stuff. It's awesome. Uh, what a show. dick. Firstly, we're going to be talking about Bailey finally turning on Sasha Banks. This is the way I wanted it to go down. I did not want Sasha to turn on Bailey. I think this is the right call to do it. And it worked really well after Shayna and Nia had a rematch for the women's tag team titles against uh, Bailey and Sasha on SmackDown. I thought the match itself was really fun. I think yeah. the actual match itself was probably better than their match at Payback. And their match of payback was a little bit slow, but had an amazing finish. Love yes. the finish of payback. This match did not have. This was the inverse. So I think the mm. the match itself was amazing. The finish was a lot weaker than at payback. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, it was really fun. I thought they told a really good story. They didn't make Shayna and Nia look like just baby faces in peril the whole time, which was a really good call, I think. They mm. somehow met, managed to make the dynamic work of basically four heels working in this one. Um Sasha Banks missed a meteora um, to Shayna, who dodged out of the way, and she hit the uh, ring post. So her knees were weakened. Baszler just honed in on it, did like chop blocks and stuff from behind. It was working over Sasha's uh, knee, which is great. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it was her just getting worked over. Naya tried to do like a stretch muffler on her knee and stuff like that. Uh, she was going for a Samoan drop, like off the second rope to Sasha Banks, who gets saved. But then Jax cross bodies both Banks and Bailey. And just pins them both, which I wasn't a huge fan of. No, because it, it would sort of suggest that all that Nia Jax would have to do, if she wanted to just beat Bailey to become the champion, is to fall on top of her. Yes. Which is basically what a crossbody is. And the fact that she pinned both of them mm. makes it, it... I mean, it's, first of all, it's not, it's not Jax's finisher, yeah. um, which is the main issue. It's also not a very good move. And it's just, yeah, it's just a kind of... Oh well, we need to end this match. Okay, I'll just fall on top of you, and and the whole the whole well, the Jax is bigger than them, therefore 
this move hurts eight times more than a normal person doing it. Because I mean, it's just it, for most people, it isn't even a two full, a, a, a two count move. It's just a transitional. Okay, I'm going to do a crossbody now. Yeah, and like I, I get the idea of them doing it because Shayna, you know, in quotation marks for podcast listeners, beat both of them at payback. Mm. When it was like it was more, she just used her skill to manipulate it to yeah. get Bailey to tap. It wasn't like she beat Sasha. Whereas this one, Naya just beat both of them and just pinned them yeah, clean, but, which wasn't yeah, I mean, quite the same. But she, that that was Shayna's finisher. This was just yeah. a move. Uh, totally. So yeah, yeah. I, and it it. Yeah, it, it just didn't sit right. I'd, I'd much rather it had been like a like a double Simone drop, and she just pinned one mm. of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, for example, she it would have. I think it would be more, more effective if she pinned Sasha, mm. um, almost just because then that gives you gives Bailey even more kind of reason to want to turn. Um, yeah. yeah, not not the best move, not the best finish, but I don't think that's not really what we should be focusing on. No, here exactly. The, the yeah. aftermath was was so good. Totally, yeah. The match itself was really good. Finish a bit weak, but the post-match angle was brilliant uh, because uh, after EMTs came out to try and help uh, <laughs> Sasha, and then they didn't, and then yeah. they left, um, yeah, they just said, all right, fine, you just go out by yourself then, Sasha, uh, bearing in mind she couldn't walk. Uh, Bailey was kind of helping her out the ring, kind of sliding her over towards the, the edge of the ring, got onto the edge, and then just kicked her in the head, which was yeah. very nice. Uh, started throwing her into the ring steps, stomping on her some more, got her in the ring, grabbed a chair and tried to wrap the chair around her knee, uh, injured knee. And Sasha was like kicking her with her other leg. So she was like, fine. She <laughs> hit her weird little face plant to finish a thing and then put the chair around her neck and then got up on the second rope and stomped on it. Yeah, uh, to be honest, Sasha's probably lying there thinking, oh, I really should have let her do the knee, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I've got I've got another one of those. I have, I've only got one neck. Uh, but yeah, I mean, presumably, well, I would imagine Sasha will now be out until maybe even the Rumble um, to really sell this. Yeah. Um, or Survivor Series, probably not, because this is going to be uh, well, the the Raw Raw champion against against uh, against Bailey. So. Um, yeah, I, th I think you need to sell this for a while, especially because she had the added thing of her knee being worked on during the match as well. So she's kind of doubly injured in 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 the storyline. So, uh, and I think I think Bailey could it it would do Bailey good to have a few months of just being a single star and just kind of lording it over. Where's Sasha? Where's Sasha? Or sorry, Sasha as she calls her. Where's Sasha? Um, so yeah, I think I think this is the really the the right time to do it. And I think I think the kind of rumble time and to build to a real blow off blood feud match at wrestlemania next year yeah i i absolutely agree with that i could see them bringing her back sooner than that i really hope it's not soon i hope clash at, of champions at, at, the, at the bare minimum sash of champions nope didn't work uh i really hope that at the bare minimum she returns at survivor series to cost bailey the match I think that could work a little bit better, but I still, yeah, I'd much rather she's out till Rumble and then maybe wins it to go on to face Bailey at Mania. I'd be okay what with I, that. What I hope they don't do is have Sasha return way early, not actually do anything to Bailey, but just stand there with a giant comedy neck brace on for ages. Just and every now and then she just goes, "Ooh, yeah, talking." Or if Ooh. if she comes out like next week or the week after, just being like. Man, that really hurt. And then she like beat her <laughs> up or something. <laughs> I don't. I really hope they don't do that because I had sell a, this for ages. I had a bruise for three days. It was nightmare. Yeah, God, I couldn't take any Instagram Sore selfies. Throat. Just yeah. Bailey, you're the worst. Yeah, but she's got to sell this because otherwise, yeah. the, otherwise Bailey looks like a doof because her entire mm -hmm. th this entire brutal attack would have cost Sasha three days of her career. So yeah, it's it's got to it's got to be a long time, um, totally. and I think I think yeah, it's, it's just the best way to do it. Totally, I think for for how long this story has been building, it would feel very very cheap for them to just kind of blow it off now to just be like, okay, cool, well they've split up, so they'll have a match of Clash of Champions, and then they can split. Like, no, this should yeah. be a, oh. a this is still just the story starting at this point. Mm. Another bad um, way to do it so. was they just have a match at Clash of Champions, then a match at Survivor Series, then a match at TLC, whatever, uh, then a match at Royal Rumble, then a match at Fast Lane, then a match at yeah, like 
And I could totally see them doing that as well. Yeah, me too. Just yeah, like it was the whole, well, you've been waiting there for this match for ages. Here are nine screwy finishes. Yeah. It's like they did with AJ Styles. <laughs> that was exactly the example I was going to bring up. Yeah. It's like, you want this thing? Cool. Here it is seven <laughs> times. Oh, yeah. Great. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, I, but I did think, though, that this was a great angle. It really put over Bailey, uh, like the viciousness of the angle really put over. It was worthy of the story. I thought it wasn't like cheap or um, forced or anything like that. It made sense. Bailey looks like an absolute bitch out of it, which is great uh, for her. Looks awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I thought this was a, a home run segment. Uh, yeah, Sasha got stretched out as well afterwards, which was great. EMTs finally came back and were like, oh, maybe we should do our jobs this time. Uh, I mean, this yeah, was a stretch yeah. out. I mean, it was a really serious, obviously a really serious injury. <laughs> and Michael Cole, understandably, was, was pretty shaken by this. Um, yeah. And thankfully, uh, Sami Zayn helped the situation. Yeah, he did. Uh, we're coming on to our SmackDown highlight of the week uh for this week everybody it's back now that datson's back uh because yeah as, as datson mentioned it was you know uh later on in the show they were giving a very serious update about sasha banks's uh medical uh condition she'd been taken to a local medical facility that putting on serious voice uh but then sammy Zayn's music decided to hit which was hilarious bailey on why she would do something like this it's just so happy. It's just the most like happy music, which just completely like cut struck what? straight through the vibe they what? were going for. Why would she do something like no? <laughs> I would have loved it if Corey Graves just started going. <laughs> uh, I'll say props yeah. to Michael Cole for maintaining composure yeah. despite Sammy's music coming on. He still maintained the very serious. Oh, yeah, for about five face. seconds, he was still. And here's Sami Zayn. And here's Sami Zayn, the man who says he's still the Intercontinental Champion. Anyway, we'll get on to that later. Um, but that was, yes, as a wrap-up, that was a great segment. Hilarious ending. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. (laughs) 
Do you like wrestling? Do you like improv? Do you like role-playing games? Then you'll love No Rolls Barred, presented by the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. Six players come together to create a fictional wrestling promotion, roll dice, and create the kind of insanity that real companies could only dream of creating. Can Tony the Milkman survive the twilight of his career and still find time to care for his wrestling son? Can the Denimatrix overcome the vicious apex and achieve total denimation? Can brothers Golden Joe and Silver Bro coexist as a tag team before they combust? Find out now with the wrestling show that everyone's talking about. No Rolls Bard is available wherever you get your podcasts and only presented on the WrestleTalk Podcast Network. Now, we need to say thank you to some very special people, and those are our $25 and above pledge hammers on Patreon. If you haven't been to WrestleTalk's Patreon page yet, you should. Load of extra bonus content, and if you pledge at the $25 and or above tiers, you get your own custom wrestling nickname, which gets read out on a show just like this one. So thank you to Luke's favorite fan, the one, the only, the awesome Bubba. Woo! Thank you. The Roller Costa, Robert Acosta. Woo! Thank you very much. Need a little build-up for this one. Ronald Coleman, baby! Woo! Thank you. Ryan, be bad. Woo! Thank you very much. Fug life, Andreas Fuglistala. Woo! Yeah. Thank you. Uh, don't have a Shane Cowley, man. Woo! Thank you very much. Mansoor is my favorite wrestler ever. Woo! Oh, Thank you very much. Got to be someone. He can last Sean for longer than you in the ring. Woo! He can, that much is for sure. The British Bulldog, Philip Boy, J. Smith Jr. Woo! Oh, Thank you very much. Ryan Disco Stewart. Woo! Thank you. Shield Maiden, the Zornies. Woo! Thank you very much. And finally, the Snapdragon King, Ryo Dante. I need to get Mr. Davis on your case. I haven't done it in a while. Did you notice? I really struggled to get out. I was like... Yeah, Yeah, it's almost as if you should never do it again. So let's talk about uh, the rest of the show now. Hmm. So the show actually opened up with uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns. We got a recap of what happened at uh, Payback. And oh, uh, Sorry, Pete, I've been ahead. away for two weeks. So mm. uh, anything happened with Roman at all? <laughs> yeah, no, no not, not much, mate. He just returned right, cool. to SummerSlam. He, yeah, no, that's, you know, that's, that's the last thing I heard because I went on holiday yeah, yeah, yeah. just to SummerSlam. So I, I knew yeah. he was back, but I, I didn't really mm. know what happened. Yeah, no, uh, he's only done something minor, you know, just aligned with a new manager. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll watch. I'll yeah. watch the recap. Mm. Paul Heyman. Oh, okay. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah, cool. He's just a Paul Heyman guy now. Uh, mm. I still. I haven't said my thoughts about payback. Still hate that finish for the triple threat for Roman Braun Fiend. Thought the match was cool. I think the right person won. He pinned the right person to do it. The finish and the booking made no sense. Hated that. But take the wins where you can because Roman's mm. still really cool. I just think it completely undercut the whole vibe they're going for. Oh, they're so smart. Heyman's got a plan. The plan makes no sense. And they totally could have lost really easily. Idiots. Anyway, they came out after their recap. Um, uh, Roman had some terrible looking AR, AI, whatever the hell it is thing. Looked awful. I hate those things. Um, I've put, I'll get an, I'll, I said this last week and I'm going to say it once. I won't say it for the rest of the show. The crowd noises were terrible on this show. Really obnoxious. I could barely hear the commentary over some of it. Like, yeah, it's, it's weird because they kind of, they can't just play the, the, the sound from the thingy zone because it would sound awful, the Thunderdome. Totally. Uh, and because it would just be, like someone with bad uh, transmission, just like. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, so, so they've kind of got to pipe in a music, but what they're yeah, doing, it, it's the same as they did. Oh, it was a few weeks back where it was it the it was it Matt Riddle that that finish where AJ won or something, and it was immediate as boom. Yeah. 
See, like, and the thing is, I don't mind them having loud boos for Roman. That's the character that's going with. He's probably going to, you know, if there was a live crowd, he probably would be booed quite heavily and stuff like that. I totally get the, the need to have piped in noises and stuff. But it's just really obnoxious because the baseline of reactions that they've got is still really loud. So they've just got a loud noise playing through the whole thing. And then occasionally you'll just hear boo. And then that's it. And then it goes back to still a really loud noise. Oh, it's just it's just obnoxious. Honest, they've probably just got some uh, a sound clip from when he was a baby face. And now they're playing that now. Yeah, um, yeah, it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the only time I'm going to complain about the noise for the show. Bar maybe one other time. In fact, we've already spoken about that segment. I should have mentioned it then. When Bailey turned, they should have played more noise because it was just the same soundtrack. Nothing changed. It was just people going, just like general noise volume. And then Bailey suddenly turned and kicked Sasha in the head and the crowd did nothing, apparently. Yes. Hmm. Whatever. Oh, well. Anyway, that's the only time. That's my one, one and done for my complaints about the noise. Uh, but anyway, this segment was really good. Paul Heyman cut a scathing promo, essentially boiling it down to a you people promo and saying yeah, you don't show roman respect he's been through cancer and stuff um which is true mm. uh so it makes sense and it, the the trope is overdone of you people turned your back on him etc it's it's really overdone for heel turns but this one actually makes sense yes um, i was gonna justified. say like most people do say the you people when nothing's actually happened but this time you people did kind of turn on him when he was supposed to be the baby face. So it, yeah, at, at least it's justified this time. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind that. Uh, and, and then Roman and, kind of cut his own little few words afterwards. Or he, well, basically, he did an advert for a T-shirt. Pretty much, yeah. He, he's got his his new T-shirt one, which is the the show up and win. He had wreck everyone and leave, and now he's got show up and win, uh, mm. which is actually quite good i really like it um and yeah he basically just said i'm i want to pay back i told you i was going to i'm the best all i got to do is show up and win yeah sorry guys um which yeah i thought was really effective i'm i'm really invested in heel roman right now like super duper invested in it and i think it's a really strong long-term character that they can tell especially because i've already kind of fantasy booked the next universal championship match of clash champions which we'll come on to later because i think it could be really really cool um but yeah i'm super invested in it i think Heyman adds a lot to roman's presentation i think he looks really good uh him saying a few words is great uh, instead of you know like a 20 minute promo i think it suits mm. him so much better i just big thumbs up for me all around for this because the, the thing is without Heyman, people would still be going is he a heel but just mm. having Heyman standing next to him, you're like, okay, he's definitely a heel. Because you could so easily have had Roman return, win, him come out and just say something cool or badass. that, And then people are like, I still don't know what his character is. Mm. Yeah, the, 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 the Heyman really seals it. Yeah. And luckily at Payback, it was not grey whether he was a heel or not. Came out late, kicked someone in the dick. Like, yeah. yeah, no, he's a heel, which is great. Uh, and also a little point in the promo that I really liked was Heyman saying that Roman came to him. It wasn't that Heyman was corrupting him. It was like, no, Roman came to me with the business opportunity. And I mm. and I took it, which I thought was really good. Yeah. I mean, kicking, so, kicking the fiend in the penis would mm. suggest that the fiend has reproductive organs mm -hmm. and therefore can reproduce. Correct. So watch out you know there could be there could be more of them. sorry that was just one of those trains of thoughts where i'm just in my head i'm going oh that means this fiend's got balls hmm okay anyway carry on pete what a, what, a, what a great insight into andy datson's mind here on the wrestle talk podcast uh after that we had roman reigns and jay uso backstage jay last seen i believe being, being the host for the karaoke showdown oh. i believe that was the last thing he did maybe I don't know. Uh, Uso saying, you know, it's good to, to see Roman back, saying he's still got his back if he needs it and stuff like that. Hey, so, Uso, yeah. what up, Uso? The, the, Uso, so the Uso are you saying the karaoke promo was the perfect build to him becoming number one contender? No. Also no. spoilers oh. uh, for later on in the show. Um, but yeah, he just said, hey, I've still got your back. We're still family. And Roman's like, cool, got to go. Uh, got to catch up to Paul Heyman, which was a nice little tease for what's coming later. 
then we had the first match of the night, which was Heavy Machinery versus Miz and Morrison. Uh, interestingly, they kind of built up the Money in the Bank briefcase a little bit. Commentary specifically said, specifically said on commentary that I noted down this time, he could cash in Money in the Bank for a universal championship opportunity. Mm. No tag titles. Can't do it for the women's title for Mandy Rose. Specifically said a universal title opportunity. So just bear that in mind that if in the future they said, no, it was for any title. No, it wasn't. It was universal and they've changed their minds. How about you basically at Clash of Champions, you play out the entire Roman against Brock from WrestleMania 31. Mm -hmm. Just at the end, you hear clang and it's home machinery and down runs Otis with it and makes it a triple threat. Yeah, and makes it a triple threat and runs out and Michael Cole goes, it's the heist of 2020. Yeah, Um, yeah. hits the caterpillar. Fantasy Uso to win. Fantasy booking. Perfect. Oh, mate, so good. Really? It's much better than Book what I had in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I then said that Otis should try and cash in and Roman should murder him uh for it. It would be a waste of money in the bank, but that's what they should do. Uh the the match I wrote was building really organically to a Tucker hot tag, and then Otis just decided he wanted to win, so he did. Yeah. Okay. Um sure. Uh, it was fine. The match was the match was a match, nothing too special, but it was mm. fine. Uh, and then John Morrison decided to steal the Money in the Bank briefcase. I was like, "Oh, does that make him Mister Money in the Bank now?" What? Very confused. Yeah, and then this sort of this led to the the main negative of the show, yeah. of of a show that's actually pretty good. Um, yeah. So I, I can kind of look past it, but it's kind of hey. Otis is fat, isn't he? Mm, he likes food. So, yeah, pretty much. you know. I mean, I think they're just trying to sell a toy because I think yes. Otis's lunchbox is now an actual piece of merchandise that, they can, that they're selling. So I believe this was all just kind of a way to try and sell the lunchbox, I believe. That um, does not surprise me. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about this segment now, actually, because it was later on in the show, just before the main event, we got... Uh, Otis was backstage and Tucker was being like you need to get it back, it's your money in the bank contract you really need it, and Otis was like hey man I don't keep my contract in the briefcase I keep it in here and he puts out his lunchbox and it's got the money in the bank contract in it uh, and then it cuts to John Morrison and The Miz and Morrison's like I've got the money in the bank briefcase, I'm amazing and then he opens up the briefcase and it's just food because it's his actual lunchbox because it's much bigger than an actual yeah. lunchbox because he likes food because yeah, you know, he's Big boy, yeah. So obviously. I will say there was one bit that got a a slight giggle out of me was when Morrison kind of was looking through it and he pulled out a sandwich and then he went to just go eat it and then Miz was like, "Don't!" And he just <laughs> and puts it back. Got a little chuckle out of me. That was again. I've said it many many weeks now. Miz and Morrison are inconsistent whether they're funny or not. This one I thought got got a chuckle out of me. They were quite good for this one. Um, but then after that, uh, th- that angle was really pretty pointless. Didn't really get it. Sure, that's what you yes. want to do with your SmackDown. Go for it. Uh, but then uh, after that, we had Big E backstage. Uh, it was announced before the show that it was going to be a fatal four-way for the number one contendership to the Universal title with Big E, Sheamus, Matt Riddle, and King Corbin. Big E was backstage and be like, hey, Xavier Woods is back. He's on Talking Smack tonight, and it's also his birthday today. They had a birthday cake backstage for him, him, Lucha House Party, and Drew Gulak. For some mm. reason, Jamie can't go on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Bloody mm. bits. Um, check out the rest of Talk News today if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, but uh, yeah, he he um, was just saying, I'm so excited to have my boy Woods back and I'm going to be in a fatal four-way later. Can't wait for it. Uh, security guard guy comes up and he's just got word that Woods is here. He goes, awesome, grabs the cake and he goes, hey, Woods, let's go. Walks out into the, the parking lot and he gets assaulted by Seamus, uh, which was good. He just kind of beats on him a little bit, throws him on top of a car and then hits a white noise through the windshield, which I thought was a really mm. cool spot. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was, right. uh, it was, it was a new, it was, it was something we haven't seen in a while, uh, which is always nice to see. Um, and yeah, it just, uh, it's just a, it, 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 a very effective way of putting Biggie out of kind of action for the night. Um, it gives him a reason to come back even more angry. Uh, and, yeah, it just a, a fired up Big E 
is one of the best things on WWE. When he can when he cuts one of his super kind of almost like gospel promos, mm. uh, there's there's nothing quite like it. I'm super looking forward to E coming back and being really pissed off. I'm really excited for that. And I think it's really smart booking to kind of have him associated with the universal title a little bit, but then you kind of take it away without him losing. It's it's, it's smart, very mm. smart booking, I thought. So yeah, I was really, really a fan of this segment. Uh, Seamus cut a little promo with Kayla Braxton while Biggie was being stretched off in the background of him just saying like, I'm amazing, I beat up E. But the only reason I did that was because he was coming at me, which he wasn't. But, you know, heels. Um, we had uh, Sasha and Bailey cut a little promo um, with someone. wasn't Kayla. Don't know who it was. Um, but they had a little promo with them and Sasha being like, who do you think you're talking to? We're amazing. We're best friends. Bailey's the SmackDown Women's Champion, etc. Just saying, we're the best of friends. Shame that they split up the segment after. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. then we had the the Sasha and, uh, and Bailey versus Shayna and Nia match. Uh, I also noticed that they changed Clash of Champions They've got a tagline now. It's Clash of Champions, Gold Rush. Why do they need Mm. these? I don't know. It's probably just a Vince thing. He's like, oh, I love love subheadings. Let's have them. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not as bad as the horror show at Extreme Rules. Yeah. Um, the, The greatest wrestling match ever, Backlash, which was a show. Well, yeah, because it just it just means that they have to after every time they say Clash of Champions, they've got to go Gold Rush. Gold Rush, yeah. At SummerSlam, you'll never see it coming. That's the name of that's the show. That's mm. yeah. They didn't have one for Payback, I don't think. I don't think they had time to make one for Payback because it was only one week after SummerSlam. They're like, oh, Payback. Crap. Here's your receipt. Oh, that's bad. Okay. I still remember some of my favorites are still Stomping Grounds. Time to kick ass and take names. That's, oh, yeah. that's probably my favorite still. It's great. Um, but anyway, after that, yeah, we had that tag match and Bailey um, uh, interrupted, uh, interrupted, turned on Sasha, sorry. Then we, of course, had this. Bailey on why she would do something like this. So happy. Yeah. Aren't you just the happiest that Sasha's gone to the local medical facility? Can't wait. Mm. Sami Zayn came out. And I thought he got a really good, effective, very short, but very effective promo where he came out with celebrating. He didn't get introduced as the Intercontinental Champion. His intro graphic didn't have Intercontinental Champion on it. So he kind of yelled at Greg Hamilton. He's like, why didn't you introduce me as the Intercontinental Champion? Greg was like, I wasn't in my notes. I'm sorry. And then he kind of got one of the production guys to come up and he talked into the production. It was like, hey, hey, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, When I came out on my intro graphic, did you have Intercontinental Champion on it? No. Do you know why that is? He's like, it wasn't in your notes. Great, yeah, cool. And uh, I, I just, it's, it, Sammy's a great promo. I think it just put it over really well. Um, Jeff Hardy then came out and he was like, hey man, if you wanted a shot at the title, all you have to do was ask. And Sammy was like, no, 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 I am the champion. I don't have to ask for a shot because I'm the champion. Uh, AJ Styles then came out and just said, actually, I'm the uncrowned champion. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, the three of them got into a brawl, which was nice. It, I, I thought it was quite good. They kind of teased AJ and Sammy working together, but then AJ just turned on him, which was I thought was great because he's not just annoyed at Hardy. Um, but then Sammy stood tall at the end of the segment, hits the haluba kick onto Hardy, and then scampers away with his title, which I thought was quite yes. effective. And you'd think that this is going to be a probably a triple threat for Clash Champions, which I'm all for, as long as they... Yep make it mainly styles against zane um <laughs> yeah. kind of, i mean hardy can have his his vintage hardy spots mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it could be a really good match either they do that or they do like a one of them gets eliminated from the match like the on the go home show or something like that and then it's just a one-on-one but i i, I think mm. a triple threat is more effective it protects hardy who is just not a, not as strong a wrestler as the other two in this kind of later part of his career. So um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a match I can. I, it's a match I'm looking forward to several weeks out, which is something we don't get often. That's true. It's a match I'm looking forward to. However, Hardy's going to win. Yes, throwing it out there, which is a shame because um, I do want Sammy to win. But hey ho! Um, but then we got an interesting little vignette, which was uh, someone is wearing high heels. And walking with like a fancy robe, and that's it. That's it's, the vignette. I just can't wait for this new Tamina uh, <laughs> gimmick. You know, it's gonna be gonna be great. Mm, she is yeah. su- She's not super fly. She's super fly in her new heels and robe. Is that right? Uh, it's supposedly 
after WWE tweeted it out, Eva Marie was the person who responded to it, saying "legs for days," fire emojis and stuff. But so that would make me mm. think that it might not be her. Yeah, because they probably wouldn't let her just admit that it's her immediately. Yeah, um, I can't. Is there anyone else who's been injured? I mean, it's obviously not in the moon. Um, I, I don't, I don't know if it is. Maybe it's just like a rebranding of Mandy Rose. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know why they do that. Has someone? I mean, but that is man already Mandy Rose's character. Is that she's yeah. attractive and blonde, um, and she's got feet. Um, what, I don't know. Is anyone from NXT they could be bringing up with that gimmick? Chelsea Green. I... I don't know. But, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll it, seems a, it seems a bit odd that Eva Marie would respond to it when I don't think she interacts uh, with WWE stuff at just, all. It stinks of Emelina. It stinks of yeah, a totally. just I'm a massive stereotype and I wear heels, but I'm probably not very good at wrestling. Uh, not that Emma wasn't good at wrestling. Tennille Dashwood is a good wrestler, but very the whole good. Emelina character was naff. It was naff. That is correct. Um, yeah, we had that little vignette. Then we had the Otis and Morrison Money in the Bank switcheroo promos. Then we got another backstage promo with Jey Uso and Roman Reigns, uh, because at this point it had got announced uh, earlier. Adam Pierce had said Biggie's out of the match. Uh, and then Paul Heyman kind of came up to him, shook his hand and said, can I can I speak to you over here kind of thing? Uh, and then it got announced that Jey Uso was going to be replacing Biggie in the main event and could get a shot at the Universal Championship, which normally i'd be like why is he in that batch he's done nothing to deserve that shot but this to me made perfect sense because it's roman reigns that's asked for it it would make perfect sense he'd be he'd have all sorts of nepotism and he'd want his cousin to be involved with it but then it makes even more sense for multiple layers later on which i'll get to um then they had a they had a little backstage program with jay and reigns just being like hey man i really appreciate you giving me this shot and reigns is like hey man now that you know jimmy's not around maybe you can win something by yourself for once and he's what like, is hey, Jimmy no, doing? Yeah. Is he injured? I think he's injured, yeah. Um, so then he's like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll give it a go kind of thing, um, which is cool. So they're still kind of on good terms. There's a little bit of tension, but they're a bit like, mm. and it, it, was, it wasn't like, a, oh, boy, oh, boy, thanks, cuz. He wasn't, yeah. he, he didn't, he didn't set it like goofily or anything like that. It was, he, yeah, he, he was like, yeah, do you know what? I'm, do you know what? You've got a point. I'm going to go for it. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, but, but then we got, um, a really weird order to end SmackDown. It felt very rushed. We'll go through the actual segments first, and then I'll tell you what order they were actually in. Um, because then we had a Firefly Funhouse promo, which was about maybe 15 seconds uh, mm. of Bray Wyatt. He came on and he just said, someone new is coming to the Funhouse. Bye! And that's it. Um, and then immediately afterwards, it cut to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Rambling Rabbit was in the background. Nice. Subtle. Um, yeah, subtle. And then uh, Alexa Bliss just kind of came up to Nikki and said, I'm really sorry for what I did last week, for smashing the mug. How dare she? I uh, said, so I, I don't know what came over me. Really sorry. She gave her a hug and then she walked off. And Nikki was like, uh, 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 for pretty much the whole segment. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Nikki Cross revealed as Sister Abigail because what <sighs> is logic? Yes. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that, that Alexa right. turns up next week. That'd be nice. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, after that, it, which was quite nice, these were very kind of quick fire segments. Like I said, it was like 15 seconds of Firefly Funhouse. That promo, that was pretty much it. There weren't any other lines other than Alexa coming off me like, I'm really sorry for last week. I don't know what came over me. Hug, walk off. It was like, yeah. ah, there's so much happening uh, very quickly. Um, and then we go back to the ring for the main event. Sounds like a decent little sequence of stuff, but it wasn't because it went. Matt Riddle makes his entrance for the main event. Then there's an ad break. And then there was that vignette with the high heels. And then Otis was there. And then John Morrison was there for the switcheroo. Then Jay and Roman Reigns had their promo. And then Baron Corbin made his entrance for the main event. And then all four of the people in the main event started brawling around the ringside. Then there was another ad break. And then we had the Firefly Funhouse. And then Alexa and Nikki. And then we go back to the main event where all four of them have stopped brawling and are in the four corners of the ring waiting for the bell to ring to start the match. What? Yes, that felt it, it almost. It was like it got to a point where it felt like someone in the back in the in the truck went, "Oh crap, we've forgotten to do all these things." Um, 
right, let's just put them all together right now. Let's just shove them in before the match starts properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't work, but thankfully the match was was good, and I can sort of I'm not going to get caught up on it. I can appreciate the fact that, that at least they included some of the stuff that people were interested in about Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. and Alexa Bliss and keeping the plate spinning. At the very least, they actually gave him some promo time, even if it was 15 seconds. They still yeah. put him in. It just felt really disjointed. I don't know why you wouldn't have the promo segments and then have everyone's entrances and then the main event starts rather than here's one entrance and then some promos, here's the other entrance and then some promos and ad breaks and then it's the main event. It just felt very disjointed. Mm. Um, but anyway, yes, the main event was Matt Riddle versus King Corbin versus Sheamus versus Jey Uso, which I thought was very fun. Um, some really nice spots peppered in throughout the whole match. Um, there was a point where Corbin threw Jey Uso over the first row of the LED screens, which I thought was interesting. We've not seen much offense in the Thunderdome itself, so I thought that was a nice little uh, thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, and then the finish was actually quite cool. I thought there was a, a bro kick to, um, to uh, Corbin. And a uh, bro to sleep to Seamus, uh, and then a floating bro to Corbin. Looks like he's going to get the win, but as he hits that, it was really good timing because he hits the floating bro and is kind of just lying on the mat after the, immediately after the floating bro, and then suddenly out of nowhere, boom! There's a splash from Jey Uso, uh, and then Jey Uso picks up the win. So it's going to be Uso yes. versus Reigns at Clash of Champions. And who would believe that? that. Yeah, I mean, no. if you to- if you told me that this morning or yesterday morning, I'd go, shut up. Yeah. He's not even on TV. But in the space of one show, they've made me love it because yeah. this works on so many levels. Because one, it's going to be a really good match. Jey Uso is really good at wrestling, guys. Roman's really good at wrestling, guys. It should be a really fun match. There's so many scenarios for this, and I think all of them work. Either like Roman's going to squash him in a matter of minutes, which is going to be great. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to very, very slowly, the one that I prefer, very slowly dismantle Jey Uso and brutalize him. Oh, what a dick for doing that to his own cousin. I I think that would be amazing if he just completely decimates him. And uh, there was a line here, because just after the match, Jay cut a very quick promo in the ring with Caleb's being like, I did it. I made the family proud. Woo, go me. Can't wait to fight a Clash of Champions. And I said this in my editing review earlier, but I would pay so much money to see Roman absolutely decimate Jay. And then he just holds up his like lifeless head staring down the camera. And then he just goes, I made the family proud. And then just like Mm. drops his head and like pins him or something. Oh God. Oh, it was so good. Oh man. I'm so, I'm so into heel Roman. I think this, this is going to be the feud. This is a perfect first feud for him. Cause I think this is going to really solidify him as this heel character for people to be like, what a knob to do that to your own cousin and he's just going to absolutely beat him lifeless and then just destroy him. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously my Otis cash-in was a much better story, but you, you did your best, Pete. You did your, yeah. you did your best. Yeah, 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 totally. No, um, absolutely wonderful stuff. And uh, yeah, who, who'd have thought it that a Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso match at Clash of Champions could be mm. uh, one of the most exciting things on the show? Yeah, I, I, I'm really looking forward to how they build this feud from here until the pay-per-view as well. Because um, I, I hope there's just like, it's not overtly Roman's the heel and he hates Jey Uso before the show. Mm. It should be that they're kind of, oh, they're still cousins and they're getting along, but they're going to put up a good fight. And then Roman just kills him at the actual show. Oh, that'd be, that'd be so, so good. I'd love that. Um, so yeah, overall, that was a really good episode of SmackDown. Uh, I think that Bailey turning on Sasha was great. The Reigns and Uso stuff was great. Like I said, I'm intrigued by the Intercontinental title picture. Should lead to hopefully a very good match if they do a triple threat. Uh, They managed to keep the plate spinning for a lot of the feuds I'm interested in. Biggie and Sheamus and Alexa and The Fiend and stuff like that, which is really good. Um, The only real kind of downside was the heavy machinery, Miz and Morrison stuff. So for me, this is a four out of five show. I thought it was great. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Well, that was that then. So as you were saying before, that mm. Wales. I was. Wales? In, it was lovely, yes. Although, yes, there is no signal there. Um, Wales, get your poo together. Just, I just, it was ridiculous. Like, you, you'd be in any town. You're like, right, I need to check where I'm going next. 
uh, on Google Maps because obviously I'm not that familiar with the roads. Um, and you couldn't. You just had to drive and, and, and hope you were driving the right direction. And then you would see one bar of signal in a random field. Um, and then you'd be able to, to check where you were going. But uh, yeah, no, it was very lovely. Walked up a couple of mountains, uh, saw some castles. We're very into our, our, our medieval English history, as, as you can imagine. Um, but the, the best moment, arguably, for podcast was when I, we drove over to the Peak District to see my parents. And uh, just yesterday, I got a call from my dad saying, oh, it's crazy. I just got a letter uh, from the whatever the Peak District Borough Council um, mm. saying, oh, uh, on the 29th of August at 10.38 a.m. Uh, and 42 seconds, you were caught speeding at 38 miles an hour in a 30 zone. I was like, oh, crap. So, sorry to hear that, Dad. He went, oh, yeah, you've just got a letter as well, Andy. <laughs> I was like, right. He went, oh, yeah, it's an identical letter. And it says that on the 29th of August, at 10 38 and 46 seconds you were caught going 38 miles an hour four seconds after my dad i was caught speeding at the exact same speed so i'm completely blaming him because i was just following him um uh-huh. and just copying whatever he was doing mm-hmm. and he's got a much faster car he's got a jaguar and i've got a voxel corsa so it i was just trying to keep up basically and not lose him because there was no way of actually knowing where we were going because there was no signal to, to use a map mm. um so yeah so we were i don't know how often that that's happened in history but a father and son being caught four seconds apart doing the same speed on the same road um, that's genuinely so, quite impressive but also this isn't the first time you've been caught speeding right <gasps> it's the first time on a non-motorway road uh last right. not, i don't know if it was last year or the year before but yes i, I was caught doing about i think i was caught doing 73 on what at the time a normal motorway is 70 miles an hour so that wouldn't be an mm-hmm. issue but at the time it had been reduced to 60 uh for right. like for like a couple hundred meters just for some roadworks um and yeah and i got caught by a, a someone by a policeman on a, standing on a bridge with a, with a with a gun uh just driving back from a friend's house so yes this is the second time in about two years but i think hopefully and someone will probably correct me if I'm wrong in the UK, but I think that the motorway and the other roads are seen as sort of different things. Oh, so really? you are you can kind of get away with speeding on one each, at, like within the space. Of, but if not, then that's three points on, on my license, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame because I'm not a particularly fast driver. I was genuinely just following. Sure my dad's speed hey just because my car's got a uh, got a racing stripe on it doesn't mean i'm a, I'm a boy racer yeah, i know i, I know my uh i know my my general persona and my demeanor su- suggests just like crazy boy racer yeah um in in fact i think that's the probably reason ollie hired me because he just could tell i was just a, such a crazy guy yeah, um, i mean i, I like, think he thought you were part of the fast and furious franchise he just yeah, thought you were exactly so, so into racing yeah yeah I, I mean i do look a lot like vin diesel Exactly. Yeah, um, it's, it's a common so, comparison. Yeah, especially when I shaved my head that time. Yeah, identical. Mm. Uh, speaking of shaving heads, mm. oh man, Quizzlemania on Wednesday. Adam's gonna shave his head. I can't wait. It's gonna it, be so yeah, good. It's gonna be it's gonna be truly wonderful. A show that mm. I was nearly on uh, until I was. Shh. I'm not gonna say who's on it. Good. But I was, I was I, for about twenty minutes. I thought I was going to be mm. making my grand return, and then someone far more interesting and attractive than me is now going to be on the show. Um, so yeah, it's, what, another time, another time. But yes, absolutely, mm. Adam, who's going to be presenting and shaving his head at the same time, which yep. is going to be an incredible thing to watch. I, yep. I, I sort of hope it's every time he's sort of asked asking a question, he just slowly shaves another strip off. That is exactly um, what I suggested to him to do. As he's yeah. reading a question, shave it off. Just, it would be amazing. Just completely no sell the fact that he's doing it as well. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess, I guess, what was the final total with? Because we could, did we count super chats in with it? Uh, I don't think so, but it wouldn't have reached 10k anyway. So he okay. doesn't have to get a jam that jam tattoo. Lucky him, but mm. he does have to shave his eyebrows. Suck it, Adam. He's the well, one that told me to do my eyebrows and goaded me into 
putting my eyebrows on the line. See, so you have to be, it, Adam. You, you've got to be more, um, you've got to be more kind of uh, firm because I was, they was, everyone's trying to get me to do my eyebrows. And I was just like, no, I will look like a cock, which thankfully you proved a few weeks later. I did. Um, yeah. But speaking of tattoos, I'm thinking, Pete, of extending mine. Um, Ooh. So you know, I've got the the castle and the and the and the quote. So yes. what I'm planning on doing the is castle and the quote from what Andy for, from Parry Botter. Yeah, um, to look something like that. Oh, that's really helpful for podcast listeners. But yeah, that does look amazing. So it's the castle um, with. Maybe not the Deathly Hallows. I might just have Luna's wand sort of shooting mm -hmm. up some colours towards it um, with like more of a of a kind of un underneath like the, the, the mountain that the castle's built on. Because what I've got is the castle at the moment. With the quote. I, I feel like the quote could be within the sort of mountainy bit underneath and you mm. sort of extend that down into that. Because I just... You do, as much as I like it, I, you, do, you do sometimes look at it and go, ah, what if, I, what if I'd done something else? Or what if I could add right. some colour to that? Um, Dude, I, I've been itching to get new tattoos since before lockdown, but I've just yeah. not had the, the opportunity to do it. I've yeah. literally got the entirety of my arm planned out. I know what I'm getting across the whole thing, but I'm just I just can't. I just have time. I just, I just need to get it, go get it done. Um, yeah. I'm getting impatient now. But and my, my girlfriend, who's always been against tattoos, then saw this and she's and she wants it so much. Uh, she just like she likes cats. <laughs> And she just wants a tiny little one somewhere. Um, Amazing. It's a little it's a, for for podcast listeners. It's a little uh, little kind of basic, very very kind of minimalist little cat. Um, but she she hasn't decided where to get it yet because her mum her mum mm. is very anti tattoos, so she might get it somewhere slightly more discreet. But she can so hide that... it. Yeah. Yes, sure. exactly. Um, so uh, yeah, but uh, how, how how what have you been doing? What were you doing when I wasn't here? And what, what what's your life like? How, uh, I was I was um, stressing was what I was doing uh, yeah. while you weren't here. Um, no, what, what I have been doing though, something that would interest you, is that mm. I've actually been reading the Harry Potter series to my lovely lady partner. Who gave you that idea, um, Pete? Uh, my parents. Not the fact that I've been doing that to my nope. lady partner for nope. for months and nope. months, and we've I almost finished Goblet of Fire. Genuinely didn't know you were doing it until I mentioned it the last time we, we mentioned really? it. Really? I thought I yeah. mentioned it. Um, but yeah, we're, we're almost at the end of the Philosopher's Stone now, which oh, is nice. great. Um, Are you doing the voices? And, uh, I, I started to, and then I stopped because it hurt my throat. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, yeah, it, it does. But uh, like, it's got to the point where my girlfriend now knows who's talking before i say said snake mm -hmm. and all that sort yeah. of stuff she, she she yeah no she, she 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 loves that part of it um and her favorite thing is every time i if i'm if i'm just talking and i stop she knows that that's because pigwidgeon's name is being no uh, is being said and she thinks it's such a cute name so i'll stop and then all i hear from the other side of the phone is pig <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's fun, but yeah, no, we've, we're in the third task uh, of the of very the, nice. Yeah. And I realised that I, I have actually got I've got all the books, but my I've read the Order of the Phoenix so much that mm. the book the 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 hardback casing is falling off. So <laughs> I've had to order myself a new. I mean, it's honestly it's so cheap; it's like four quid on Amazon for a new paperback yeah. version of Order of the Phoenix. Um, so I've done that. Uh, mm. So that should be arriving at some point today, to ready That's for great. ready for for that. But uh... I genuinely, I can't wait until we get later on in the series because obviously, uh, my lady partner hasn't actually read any of the books before. She's only seen really? some of some of the movies. Mm. Uh, so I'm I can't wait, especially for um, Half Blood Prince because there's so much that's different and that's really really important to the story that they just decided to cut out the movie she... for no reason. Is she a questioner? Does she ask a lot of questions during the books and stuff? No, she doesn't. No? Um, she she, she, she did she did originally me. for a, 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 I think about two chapters in a row. She'd ask a question, which would then immediately be answered on the next line. Yeah. So then I, she just I have, stopped. I have to keep. It's like Harry will tease something, and then she's like, "What is it?" And I'll go, "You'll find out in about." seven chapters or you'll find <laughs> out in three books time mm. uh she's like no no i was like no not telling you but she's she's great so she has read them but she has the memory of a goldfish 
So mm. she had forgotten absolutely everything that's happened. She hasn't because she hasn't read them in like ten years. Yeah. Um, so that so that's pretty fun. Um, so even though she's read them, she's still surprised by everything that happens. Yeah. Um, so it's good fun. It's amazing. If it's a it's a genuinely it's one of the best ways that we've done any kind of sort of it's one of the best ways we've bonded so to anyone out there who's looking for a way to bond with their significant other read them a book before mm. before bedtime it is it is it a wonderful and it's it's very rewarding it so is i, I recommend it speaking of rewarding have we got any emails we don't we no. don't oh god no. what, a, what a sad no email in support at wrestletalk.com give us some emails so we can read them out on the podcast that'd be great thanks guys yeah, uh, I, I think I think there are a couple, but I think they're they're earmarked well, for I can, uh, can Mr. A, Davis to do. So I can do a quick dance and world problem. It might take about a minute. Go for it. Which means in your language, it'll take about three. Go. It for won't. It. It's a minute. So every Saturday, we're actually talking about this before the podcast. My mm. neighbour, who is a, a workman by trade, he does like a, 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 he's an electrician and kind of just like a general contractor. He's a, a multi skilled man. Uh, one of his skills is thinking that. Um, first thing on a Saturday morning at about 8am is to practice using his power drills and his circular saws. Thankfully, it seems that he's stopped now. But prior to this, Pete was slightly worried because uh, he was... I don't know what he was doing. It sounded like he was using a circular saw on or an angle grinder on a sheet of metal, which, as you can imagine, right underneath my bedroom window is an incredibly loud noise. And that is where I'm now recording from because my flatmate has arrived back in the country and uh it is incredibly irritating so there's a problem um, hey man that was only like a minute and 15 seconds exactly and you were timing it which is nice um yesterday pete i just before we go eh, uh, i wrote my calling spot story oh did um, you now which i think you will deeply appreciate has it uh, got all the harry potter references in the world in it no it it might have one but it's Just it's one. yeah it's fine you yeah yeah you will because you're you're second aren't you you are the second you are directly after me i think i can't remember i don't think so i think we're changing it up this time because yeah no i'm not no who's next uh i don't want to say because the last episode of calling sports hasn't gone up yet and that's part of the video that we do might be the patreon one that's that's true. part of the video so i'm not gonna say it but the order's on Discord if you want to check. I'm it. going to, I'm going to have a look. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm. Yeah, no, it, it's I'm, I'm not yeah. second. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, I thought you. For some reason, I thought you were. Were you? You were no. after me in the. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Cool. Yeah. In the it. last one, I've been after Four. you twice now. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. generally, that's a good thing. But spoilers. This time, it wasn't. No, it was not. Uh, yeah, calling spots parts of unknown. Check it out on Monday uh, because it is really, really funny. Um, yeah, I really like it. Anyway, that's all the time we've got for this episode of the Wrestle Talk podcast. It's all out live reactions tonight with Mr. Davis and uh, Luke, lukewarm Luke Owens. Job is on the line again. If he loses, he's gone forever. And also the jam that championship is on the line too. The inaugural champion being crowned tonight as well. Uh, we've got a review of that going up on Wrestle Talks YouTube uh, tomorrow, and we've got a podcast review of that on Monday as well. Man, it'd be a real shame if Luke got fired, wouldn't it? Yeah, would be. Yeah. Hope he doesn't lose. Anyway, no. uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, everyone, uh, and uh, jam that jam. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.